0: Hello and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Chad. And I'm Evan. And you are listening to the Monday Morning Minute.
1: And this week in fictional news, the Kickstarter for Will White's new animated series for Cradle has 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 kicked off. It's Kickstarted. Uh, That's not really, like, a big piece of uh, fantasy news, really. But I just, like, I really like Will White's stuff, even though I've never read any of his books. But I just, you know, I got a good feeling about Cradle, and I want to support this guy. And uh, this is a well-loved series by so, so many people. They're animating it. This is all independently done. It looks like there's no studio or anything. So, yeah, I mean, if you're a huge fan of Cradle and just, like, animated shows or movies, uh, like, in, in general... And fantasy Like we're gonna put the link for this Kickstarter in the description for this episode. I threw in 10 bucks um, Because I'm kind of broke, <laughs> but if you have more then that's really cool, too They're offering a lot of really cool stuff. If you donate uh, $10,000 you can be a uh, Executive producer.
0: Hey, if you've got $10,000 to throw around you should hit up <laughs> book job. reviews kill cause, no, uh... <laughs> actually, yeah, maybe,
1: maybe us first and then will but uh, yeah, it is pretty cool I wouldn't downplay it. It
0: seems like it's pretty cool to a lot of people. I mean, he's got yeah, $634,000 yeah. of the $1 million goal, yeah. you know? Though his he has rewards up to $14 million of, like, the things that they'll make. Yeah. From the animatics, which is pretty cool.
1: Well, because it says here, I mean, uh, Will wrote, it looks like Will wrote out this whole thing. But it says first we're going to make this whatever we can afford to make we're making it which I really love a lot It's not like we have to hit this thing before we can get to this bar of quality that we're gonna promise you ahead of t- It's like no We're just gonna do what we can with whatever money we get and we're right. trying to make the best like, thing possible Knock out a pilot. That's awesome.
0: Totally. Yeah, it's like funny how it progresses as far as like what how much things cost Right, Because it's like we're gonna go to a pilot then if we can we'll try to make like a few episodes with some extra shorts on top of that If we get beyond that we're going to make a feature length film Yeah I don't know And if we get more than that we'll make like a seventh, ep- 7 episode series uh, Which would be radical
1: I'm very engaged with this Because I'm planning on reading Cradle this year I, didn't, I know that Chad's planning on reading Cradle this year I don't know yeah. if we're we're totally planning 100% on reading it on the podcast But it's kind of Is looking like that's where the, the way we the mean, wind is blowing? We might be doing some Cradle, yeah, yeah, doing the, some the, cradle. Of the Cradle might be blowing our way This we'll is really fight. cool to me Uh, I love how here it says also second it will be cradle I'm Will White I wrote the books (laughs) and I'm in charge of the story (laughs) just like just so you know like I'm here for this that's really which is
0: so good because like so many times do we get like a book series that we just love and we're like yes I'm so excited to to turn into a movie and then we learn that the author actually ends up having nothing to do with producing of the movie or show and it kind of lacks for lack of the author you know so it's nice that he's and if if I my memory serves me he's a kind of a a pioneer in the world of self-publishing and doing everything himself.
1: Yeah, I mean, he seems to be very successful at not working with any um, publishers or at least anybody major, really. Um, Yeah, this is really cool. So yeah, go check that out, everybody. If you're a big fan of Cradle and if you're not uh, at all familiar with Cradle, there's 12 apparently intensely fast-paced fantasy books uh, that are really good and they're on Kindle Unlimited and stuff. So I haven't read any of them, but... I don't know. For some, it's just like one of those series that I look at. And I'm like, that's probably really good. Like I haven't <laughs> totally.
0: This Kickstarter is really cool. It's like he hired someone to yeah, put this thing totally. together, man. It's got like all these cool little infographics and
1: like it's rad. I know this is like so much so different than what ours would look like if we did. One. <laughs> like, I know so stuff like I wouldn't even think to put on here,
0: dude. I don't know. We've got some skilled artists in our uh Discord, yeah, and uh, I bet you if we asked for help, we could probably get the people, the soldiers, to rise to the occasion, dude, and get some pretty cool stuff made. Though we'd probably just try to do it ourselves, and it would just like
1: <laughs> we got the middle way you know
0: yeah yeah exactly well that's good news i like that i think that's uh pretty awesome you know i have a little news item here that's really not even book related but i thought it was kind of cool so two portland neighborhoods were named amongst the most friendly in the u.s analysis of all the neighborhoods of the united states and how did they do this data you may ask well they compiled a list of the 200 most viewed city neighborhoods on Zillow in 2022 and analyzed nearly 150,000 Google reviews uh, from 2023 for businesses in the neighborhoods and then referenced that with the ones that contain the word friendly or associated like words and compiled this list of the most friendly neighborhoods and two of your neighborhoods. So I I don't know if you live in any. I hope so. Uh, One of his Portland's Mount Tabor neighborhood. Mount Tabor,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Tabor, yeah. yeah. Tabor. I'm
1: very close to that neighborhood. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Well, then you can maybe take a little bit of credit for it. It's seventh most friendly neighborhood in the in the U.S., which is crazy. And then the other one was the Brentwood Darlington
1: neighborhood. Uh, I don't know where that is. At number fifteen. I know Mount Tabor. Yeah, for sure. Um, It is definitely a really awesome spot. I like hanging out over there. Yeah, yeah. I live in Hollywood. Uh, which is funny that it's called Hollywood because there's a much more it's kind of funny. that's confusing There's a much more famous Hollywood than the one in Portland <laughs> uh, for much better reasons, too uh, But yeah, I'm in Hollywood, which is like fr- pretty close to Mount Tabor I think there's one neighborhood between my neighborhood and Mount Tabor uh, But I've hung out at, in Mount Tabor a lot speaking of Portland actually while we get into the uh, into the week here Ooh, What a segue man. Yeah uh, the city uh, for okay. So for for anybody that's not from where I'm from Portland, Oregon Portland does not do okay when it snows. It's, it's like this running <laughs> joke that's been in the city for, we just don't have the infrastructure for it, the way that the city's laid out, the the actual like machines we can use. It's just, it's a mess. Like the whole town is just not set up for it. And it's weird because it snows no. every year. Does it, do you get like at least a few inches every year? Pretty much every year we get some snow. Like not not, not okay. every single year, but it is... I would say more often than not, we have a couple days where there's snow on the ground. And so it's just, it's very frustrating for the people that live here because. We're just not we just can't seem to handle it. Really. I don't know what it is (laughs) Like even if it's like three inches of snow the entire city shuts down Thankfully like the buses keep moving for the most part except for like the first day that it snows or whatever Um, But we just don't have like snow plows at the ready like we would in Bend where where I'm originally from and where Chad lives where it snows like, you know, three or four feet sometimes
0: Yeah, we got like a foot Two or a few inches there's outside right now so it's
1: like there are people standing by in bend and i'm sure if you're listening if you're in a place where it snows a lot there are just people standing by ready to plow these roads most of the time but in portland yeah we don't know where they are. Like, yeah. There's not. It's, it's yeah. crazy. They don't have a bunch of like independent
0: contractors on the call or something. You know, they wouldn't like put some resources to fixing the problem. Well, that's the thing.
1: It's like we do have a lot of people that were working tirelessly because what happened in Portland, if you don't know, uh, what happened was like a, a big perfect storm of a bunch of different stuff happened. So we got a lot of like the temperature dropped below twenty degrees for like four days straight or something.
0: Totally, I remember you were going to die or something.
1: Uh, so uh, yeah, we lost power and everything. I think I mentioned that last week, but. So over last weekend, the temperature was extremely low for a while, at least for Portland, it was, and then it, it rained a lot and it snowed a lot. And so we had a bunch of snow and ice all over the place. And then it, we it, the, the ice just stayed on the ground until like today. <laughs> like yesterday, yeah. like it stayed on the ground for like almost a week.
0: Did it rain ice? It was at one point, fr- it rained ice. We did ice like here.
1: freezing rain. We did. It was. It was the whole. And, and so all of that happened. But also, the thing that was really horrible is, for some reason, in Portland, every year or two, in addition to snow and lots and lots of rain, we get a ridiculous windstorm that comes into Portland, Ooh. and I we it just happens here. It's like one of those things off the coast. And so. This drop in temperature and the snow and ice was accompanied by a really intense windstorm at the same mm. time So it was just such a, an ordeal because we had Dozens scores of trees like not just like little aspen trees But like big giant trees that were being blown over onto power lines onto houses onto cars, you know And so uh, like almost like 200,000 people were without power for days uh We fortunately we only lost power for like eight hours uh and then it came back on So that was really cool because I don't know what I would have done with myself I would have freaked out because uh, it because like so we lost a bunch of power and it was really cold You know what I mean? So it was like 15 Holy. degrees outside and with no power and a lot of people in town weren't didn't have power for like four or five days While it was 15 degrees outside. So that was really lame. It was really windy. It was really cold I did get a lot of reading done. So that's really cool. That's good. A fun fact before you go into the
0: reading here, uh, winter wind is created because like wind is like areas of high pressure and areas of low pressure contrasting. And there are pressure gradients there or differences and the temperature contrasts from like one air mass to the other, like the differences in the temperatures is what creates that area sure. of high low pressure and so wind cold temperature often will create yeah. a higher wind because you have there's some like jet stream weirdness that i'm super not educated on that's happening also that makes the wind like lower to the ground i think and then those temperature differences really uh, stir up the wind so i mean I've, i had a dad who wrote a book on how to uh get your own weather forecast. It was actually a pretty pretty cool little book. It's so. really
1: cool. Like uh I mean the our ability to predict the weather is really awesome. Yeah, it's the best predictive system we have. We could have definitely prepared a little bit more for it. Me and the city. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I mean I did get a lot of reading done but also like I was very like anxious all week and I was very like it just, it, it gave me like pandemic 2020 kind of vibes.
0: Oh yeah, like everywhere you're going to go is a
1: nightmare. It's like, oh God. But, but it was actually a little bit worse, honestly, because I couldn't go anywhere really. Like I couldn't oh, yeah. go outside. Like I wanted to go on a run and kind of like run off excess anxiety. And yeah, like break your I ankles couldn't. and yeah, fall yeah, on was, ice. It was yeah. pretty lame, man. Like I couldn't even go to the grocery store a couple of days because like I lived next to a few grocery stores and they were all closed like all day. You know, wow. it, was just, it was such a pain. I tried going outside to get a little like air and a little bit of sunshine but it was just like so windy and so cold and so icy and snowy and rainy and I just went back inside so Yeah, like I did get some reading done, but um, mostly I just kind of like played video games and, you know, just tried to like not go crazy, but just like stuck in my house.
0: You're allowed to have those weeks. When I used to live in Eugene, it never snows in Eugene. And so and it did just like one of the five, four or five years that I lived there. But it snowed like three or four inches. The thing that like surprised me was all the trees because they're not used to every Uh, winter getting the weight of the snow on them. There was like like detrital matter from the forest. Eugene's a very overgrown city, just everywhere. And there were so many like carports caved in because these branches just like couldn't take it because this only happens like once every decade or something. And you were just like driving through town and it looked like a hurricane had happened the night before. Like, why is everything broken? Like, it was crazy. I never uh, I kind of took the the weak branches getting cold here in the winter every year for granted. And then I lived in Eugene was like, wow.
1: Yeah, it's frustrating living in a city that isn't super well equipped for it. But also, I mean, like, shout out to all the linemen and all the, you know, the people from PGE and Pacific Power that, like, they, I mean, I was just like in my house, like, when my power going to come back on, right. if, like, they're out there in the snow. And I was wind. like, I can't go to yeah, the grocery exactly. store. Like, He's like,
0: I'm up on exactly. a fucking <laughs> <pool."> Yeah, <laughs> So, like,
1: shout out to all of them because, I mean, they were working so hard. And, and it just sucked because, like, I went on, like, their Twitter page or whatever, and, like, so many people were just, like, like like being so mean to them and it's like you guys they didn't make the wind like you know what i mean like they can't you had one job power
0: it's like yeah but it's a really hard one yeah like what
1: are they supposed to do like go put up like glass sheets in front of every single tree like dome the city (laughs) i mean that'd be pretty cool
0: (laughs) that'd be pretty cool i feel like if any city was going to do it like it'd be las vegas or portland
1: you know let's move on to the books i'm reading okay let's do that we're we're not a weather podcast but it is i mean it was it was wild weather yeah i like the weather that was fun worth talking about so i'm almost finished with gardens of the moon i've got like 60 pages left or something and then we've got our, our nice. new episode coming out this week for that which should come out on friday that's going to be a long episode because we're doing three books in that volume but that finishes up volume one of malazan book of the fallen which we've done in a few weeks so i'm so proud of us we dude, we, we crushed it so out proud of our pacing yeah, dude, we're doing great on that man guards of the moon the the very beginning is so good and then it gets a little well it's, it's, it's a lot it's very heavy so much info dumping and not even like info dumping in like a bad writing kind of way but just like there is a lot of info being dumped on you it's a dumping of info sure there's also a lot of story the, though So the the it kind of takes a dip kind of like where we started reading a little bit but like not really though it's <laughs> just like maybe like at the beginning of the book uh, yeah exactly reading? like the, the part that we're at for this up this next cut this upcoming episode i felt like i was kind of like what's going on, like, what the hell, and then, like, and then, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Dude, like, I forgot how good the, the last part of Gardens of the Moon is. Dude, it's very cool. It's it doesn't make a lot of sense. To be totally fair, like, there's some stuff where I was, like, wait. <laughs> I have some so serious
0: questions that we're gonna have to knock our heads together to figure out, which we yeah. will, but, like, I felt really yeah. good when I, like, I'm closed that book, confident. and I was, like, okay, yeah. I feel pretty good no about way. everything that just happened. There's some, like, the circle breaker guy and the, the eel. Details. I've got some questions regarding some very mysterious characters that I think are intentionally kind of left vague, though. I do think I should have enough information to like figure out the, the, the who's and the what's of those characters. So hopefully we can kind of figure that stuff out. But yeah, I felt pretty good about my comprehension. So it should be a really good
1: episode. Cause so much. Yeah. Happens. I'm excited to record that one. It's going to be cool. Yeah, me too. Uh, okay, so also moving through uh, Lightbringer. I'm not super far into it. I'm like a hundred pages Is in bringing the light Man, I am really enjoying Lightbringer so far like way more okay. than I thought I was going to because it's like Dark Age uh, Okay, so here's the thing we put out the Dark Age episode <laughs> and I got a few DMS from people I got a few DMS from people that were like wow like Chad really hated that book. <laughs> And it's funny because they didn't say yeah, it about me. You can DM me. me too, people. It's fine. <laughs> but it's just funny because like Dark Age put like a weird taste in my mouth, but then I really liked the end of it a lot. It was just kind of like this kind of crescendo of like action and epicness and like meaning for me. Like it just made the whole book like kind of, and like our conversation that we had about it turned it from like this kind of drudgery that I didn't really want to revisit and talk about into like a conversation where I actually kind of like landed on why I did enjoy myself towards the end of it. Got involved. Hell yeah. was sussed it out. That same energy, character on into Lightbringer and in like a in like this cool like how do I put this it's it's almost like Pierce Brown was like okay seriously now like let's get the let's get the the train back on the tracks here let's let's like I don't want to give too much away because I don't want to make it seem like everything's going great either because like that's not Pierce Brown's style either but it just it just feels like it's got that that first trilogy flavor to it You know what i mean like it's very cool and i would love that and it doesn't feel so like bogged down by like i felt like in dark age pierce brown was just really like i hope he doesn't listen to this because i'm gonna
0: like but like we know he is i know
1: he is but like i felt like he was like pierce brown was like insecure that that the readers weren't really going to understand like what he what he was trying to get across so he kind of like beat you over the head with it a little bit in dark age Whereas I feel like with Lightbringer, he's he's just, the writing feels so much more confident. The writing feels so much more like he's happy to be where he is, just like I am, like after Dark Age. You know what I mean? I'm stoked. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited to be finished up with uh, Red Rising so we can move on into Throne of Glass next week. Wow. We're doing Throne of Glass really soon, everybody. And I will tell everybody what the reading order that we're going to do for Throne of Glass is going to be soon. Chad and I still have to work it out uh, exactly what we're going to do. But I've already had a bunch of dms from people that are like how are you gonna read throne of glass because it's very important (laughs) like there's Like
0: we will let it be we will tell you
1: all of you what we're gonna do I will say though um, for anybody wondering I can at least say this Chad and I are not going to do the tandem read But if you're a fan of throne of glass, you know what that is if you don't know what that is Apparently you can read so sorry if i'm butchering this but apparently you can you can read books I think six and seven together which means that you can kind of like chapter by yeah, chapter you can like, read them at like the same time kind of because they take place but like mm. for the podcast I don't want to do that I'd just rather no. I'd rather just read one and then read the next one Um uh, w- what order we'll be doing all this in I'll let you know soon but we're not doing the tandem read just because I don't think we can like I don't think we can I don't want to do like a five hour long episode two books I just I don't want to do that maybe we'll be in the mood for it I don't know
0: <laughs> dude i think we will can i read the little like t- t- a two second synopsis here to throw down some hype on throne of glass Sure, go
1: for it yeah
0: okay cool it says throne of glass when magic has gone from the world and a vicious king rules from his throne of glass an assassin comes to the castle she does not come to kill but to win her freedom if she can defeat 23 killers thieves and warriors in a competition to find the greatest assassin in the land she will become the king's champion and earn her freedom her name is selena sardothian Beautiful, deadly, and destined for greatness.
1: Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, apparently Sarah J. Maas wrote this when she was like 16 or something.
0: All right, 16-year-old Sarah J. Maas energy. <laughs> I, I, I mean, uh, we'll see,
1: we'll see how it goes. I mean, I heard that the book, first book, is a little like shaky. You know, uh, I don't know what does that even mean. Like, I'm sure it's, I'm sure yeah, it's whatever
0: know. it is. It's a little see-through, easy to shatter.
1: <laughs> also, I'm reading Binti by Nnedi Okorafor. I'm almost done with the second novella. Man, it's awesome. It's really, really cool, yeah. man. Like, I think, yeah, you haven't started it yet, have you? Yeah, I'm a little oh, ways okay, into cool. it. I'm
0: not super far into the first yeah. one, but I just started the first one like three hours ago. It's kind ago.
1: of giving me the same vibe as, like, that show that we both watched, uh, Scavenger's Rain. Like, it's like, just in the sense that, oh, like, cool. you don't really know what's going to pop up next. And it's just very, there's, just, like, such an alien feel to it. Dude, yeah. But, yeah, that show is really crazy. Did you finish that show? I've only watched, like, five episodes of it. Or did... You should finish it.
0: It never gets less weird, but it's, like, it. so I've never seen something more alien. Sorry, we kind of veered no, no, no. off real That's hard cool. there but i'll let you veer back on but yeah that yeah binti
1: is really good uh if, if anybody was curious and like didn't really know what binti was i don't want to spoil too much of it for you for you but like it's a no i'm not gonna it's it's, it's a, there's a school trope to it kind of but it's like it's set on another planet but that changes pretty fast but, like right? not really but yeah it's like i don't <laughs> i don't want to give any because like me telling you what it's about it's because it's three novellas so like me me explaining even like the first novella will kind of like it's like 60 pages long so it's like Totally. Like two sentences. Yeah, I did some work in you the... what it is. It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. but anyway, um, it's very weird and very cool. And so I'm really excited to read the rest of it. We're doing one episode on all three of the novellas. We're just going to
0: smash it out. So don't wait for the first one, guys. Yeah, just, read just read all, them all three all novellas, it's
1: like 300 pages, maybe even a little bit less. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited to talk about Binti because I've just been in the mood for like some weird sci fi. Yeah. Know? And uh, Nnedi Okorafor is totally. just such a kick ass writer. Very visceral, like really um, doesn't doesn't linger too much on like anything boring at all ever. She just like knows exactly what to skip to that's interesting. Some 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 of the stuff that she says I'm just like I had to like read it over again. So I was just like Really though? Like a a giant like jellyfish like transparent okay yeah that's cool like whatever uh, th- th- what is the ship made out of oh it's like a, it's like a this organic like life form ship that's like totally
0: there's a few times that you're just like wow I, I don't really know what you mean but i'm here for it
1: yeah it's very very imaginative
0: it's a yes and book you read it and you just kind of go yes, yes. And, and just keep on guessing <laughs> and ending totally and accepting sure. and going except yeah, you kind of have to accept it i feel like scolomance is kind of a similar thing but maybe in a different way you know Yeah. no
1: for sure let's see here so that's all the stuff that i'm reading right now I did try to read one of the um, the Jedi Apprentice books. They were like they're like middle readers books. Have you ever heard of those? Okay, maybe they're, they're like they take place in. The, I might come back to them, but like they, they take place between. I think there's like eleven of them, or like ten or eleven. They take place between uh, Episode One and Episode Two. So, like, when Anakin is growing
0: up... Oh, yeah. I've seen these before.
1: <laughs> okay, so I read the... Is there, like,
0: early 2000s? Like, yeah, yeah totally. So, totally. like, I read
1: the first one, and, like, I was kind of into it at first, and I was like, this The rising this force. kind of cool. And then I, like, kept reading it, and I was just, like... I, I was just kind of bored. Like, I was just like, eh, I don't really... <laughs> Care about any of this, like. But that being said, like I'm just reading a lot of different stuff right now, so like I'm not swearing off these books, but like I don't think I'm gonna read like ten of these things. Because it's like
0: Qui Gon, Jin, and Obi Wan, right? No, no, the Qui Qui Gon's dead because
1: it's it's after. This is Anakin training with Obi Wan after Qui Gon died. Got it. Okay, but before the events of Attack of the Clones, when he's like seventeen or eighteen or whatever. Sure. Right, right. He's
0: like twelve or whatever. So
1: I get that that's a cool area to explore. But like I started the first book and maybe if, so, if anybody's read these, like, let me know what you think about them. Because like the first book, I was just like not really that engaged with it. It was just like, oh, we got to like save this planet from like this plague. And it's like they get there and they're just kind of like talking to people. <laughs> There's a couple of cool action sequences. I don't know, but I might come back to it later. But yeah, I'm not super committed to the series or anything. I just thought I'd give it a shot. Okay, I like Star Wars a lot. I haven't read a lot of Star Wars books. Maybe I should read some other ones before I move to like the middle grade, like middle readers ones, you know?
0: Totally like start from the top. Though I think you really did start at the top when you read, um, Thrawn. what's that series that yeah. you read? Like, Thrawn. Yeah, yeah, Thrawn, yeah. Thrawn is the only Star Wars that I've really messed with a bunch, and, and that was really great. I've,
1: I've, been, I've got Darth Bane over here, and I've got Darth Plagueis, and then I've got like this other, like the Thrawn Ascendancy, I think is what it's called, like the trilogy of the new Timothy's on stuff. Oh, cool. And there's like a couple other ones that I've Been meaning to. I don't know. Like, there's some good ones out there, I'm sure. But then also, you know, I'm sure there's not some some not not so good ones as well. But I'll let you all know if I want to read some more Star Wars and stuff. I was thinking about maybe reading Darth Bane, like the trilogy this year. Um, because I I do want to read some more Star Wars for sure. There's some really famous authors who have hacked into the oh, Star yeah. Wars series. Alright, yeah. Salvatore's done it. Salvatore. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, last thing, my boy. Last thing, a couple of things I want to talk about real quick. Uh, so I was gonna go see Godzilla minus one this last week, but the weather oh, was the weather was, the weather was so bad that I couldn't get out to the movie theater. It was really bad. I don't have a car. You also, like, I'm kind of like. Stuck when the weather is like really 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 bad. Yeah, sometimes though even with Yeah, the I don't want to really be driving anyway But um, yeah, so I bought tickets though to go see Godzilla minus one tomorrow. I'm so excited to go Ooh, see it yeah.
0: you're doing a Monday matinee.
1: I know it's a Monday at 7 p.m. Or something like that oh, Okay, it's cool because uh, when I picked my seats, it didn't look like anybody else had bought tickets uh, because it's been out for oh, so long yeah. So hopefully we'll be the only ones in there.
0: You and uh, your partner Effie going yeah. together.
1: Yeah, I know it's so Ooh, funny because be like fun. I was like I was like i really want to go see this new godzilla movie and she was kind of like yeah like it's not we like we my can... super genre but Then I, explained, I was like no i'm pretty sure this is people are saying this is like the best one they've ever made so like i want to go and it's by like the i think it's like the original studio that was making godzilla movies in japan so like Ooh. it's it's a japanese godzilla movie it's not like matthew broderick running around with hank azaria like it with like the wallflowers playing in the background that's not what it is like it's it's a different kind of movie apparently so uh so i, I kind of like a little bit more serious of an approach yeah because I, I was just like i was like i want to go see the new godzilla and Effie was just like i don't really give a shit about godzilla evan like i don't really, <laughs> i don't really want to go see him she's like but i'm here to support sure. you evan <laughs> um okay so also uh i watched a uh that pixar movie onward have you seen that No, I haven't even heard about that. Onward. Okay, so like this movie is really good. I don't know what the hell happened. I think it released around COVID or something and like just it kind of flopped and nobody 2020. Yeah, yeah. So nobody knew. I don't don't think it had its shot in theaters. You know what I mean? Like it it didn't get like that Pixar push. happened to a few movies. It did. Yeah. So like Onward is like this Pixar movie that happened over the pandemic. It's so good. It's so, so freaking good. I can't believe I went this long without seeing it. Uh, I don't. I don't, it's like exactly the kind of Pixar movie that I would want to watch, you know what I mean? Uh, So it's about a pair of brothers who go on an adventure to find the missing element to a spell Which will bring their dad back for a day. Their dad passed away when they were both really young It's like a road trip. The premise is basically magic was around at one point, but it was like kind of difficult (laughs) So like not everybody could do it hard to do Yeah, so like so this society kind of modernized to make things easier for everyone So they all have like cell phones and electricity and cars, but it's like magical creatures. You know what I mean? It's like very it's it's like almost like crossing the line over to like DreamWorks territory Where it's just like why don't we just replace this element with this element, you know, it's very (laughs) and like like, you know what if bees had jobs, you know, like it's it's very... <laughs>
0: <the bees had laughs> like it's,
1: it's, it's like nearing <laughs> into that territory, but it's not quite there. But it's just it's so much okay. heart to it. It's like funny. The vibe is just so good. Uh, it looks amazing. Obviously, it's Pixar. But, y'all, if you like fantasy and Pixar movies and you want something to like watch with your kids or something, like Onward, if you haven't watched it, is really, really good. I can't recommend it enough. It's It shot up the list into one of my favorite Pixar movies. But wow. not that far up because, like, you know... It's a pretty... It's Pixar. <laughs> it's a
0: pretty... Are they still doing the lamp entry where the I little lamp so. comes yeah. out and like yeah. here, here, and jumps on the yeah. eye and then sinks it?
1: Yeah. I yeah,
0: think okay. It's been a long time, I feel like, since I've watched a Pixar movie. If you not I'm seen? i have that. It just went on Did the list. Did you
1: watch Inside Out? No. No, I didn't. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Uh, Toy Story 4 was... Pretty lame.
0: Pretty I got lame. kind of sick of the Toy Story. Toy ones Story three one is really I was good. Like whatever. Yeah, Toy
1: Story three is really good.
0: I mean, it was all right, but like
1: I just except for the part where they they're all about to die in like an incinerator together. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it has some good moments to it. I just yeah. thought, like, I don't know. Once you get so far into those movies, especially the ones that are kind of like foundationally built upon nostalgia, it just gets a little too like, okay, yeah, no, okay, sure. we get it, we get it, you know.
1: Yeah, I think each Toy Story movie, af- uh, well, no, because Toy Story two is. I would argue better than Toy Story One.
0: Yeah, I like Toy Story Two. I think more. they
1: should do another Bug's Life movie, man. The Bug's Life was dude, six.
0: that would be awesome. I loved Bug's it's Life. It's so
1: funny. Like, uh, I just made a meme uh, on on Instagram, but I compared a Bug's Life to Wolves of the Kala. but <laughs> 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 it's basically the same. Uh, I know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess. Or yeah, Seven you Samurai. get all the little. Yeah. yeah, like it's kind of the same thing. Totally. Totally. Yeah, I don't know what my p- favorite Pixar movie would be. I think it's. I think it's Ratatouille. I think. Ooh, that's a I think good it's one. Ratatouille. Uh I you know, I'm gonna I don't do this very often, y'all, but I will I will say I think one of the most overrated or overhyped Pixar movies dude. is Wally. I think Wally is Dude, Wally kinda sucks. Dude, I think that movie is so overhyped. Like I, I like it. I like Wally and I know that I'm losing listeners, I'm losing followers right now. I'm sorry, my loyal listener base. I think Wally is really cool for like half an hour and then it's kind of boring honestly like it's just it's pretty boring and then him and eve are just kind of like running around the space station for a while uh it's like there's not like a lot going on in that movie you know what i mean like it's just it's very cute it's very it looks really good i like the premise a lot too but like the actual experience of watching the movie is like kind of boring you know like
0: yeah. yeah, dude, that was a big Incredibles guy.
1: Incredibles is pretty is uh, that's, a, that's a pretty good one. It's pretty solid. I love the Incredibles so much. Yeah, that was pretty good. I think uh, a great adventure for the family. Ratatouille's is you know? like over here. I like Ratatouille a lot. I think maybe though, I got to give it to Monsters Inc.
0: Dude, I was literally having that debate with myself inside. I was like, I was like, yeah, oh Monsters, man, Inc. Monsters Inc. or yeah.
1: Billy Crystal,
0: um, The Incredibles, you yeah. Semi, Billy I Crystal. John Goodman? Did you watch Monsters University? I never no. did. <laughs> just, no. I just figured it wasn't going to be as good, so, and so I just didn't. Because Monsters, Inc. is held such a high regard by
1: my soul. I think that Monsters University, I can already picture it's going to be like a sort of Revenge of the Nerds kind of thing. So, like, I just don't really... Totally. Care. like it's not like they're going to make like an animal house version of monster you know what I mean? it's like if it's a college <laughs> thing it's probably like a nerd thing you know what i mean but like the let me guess let me totally. guess like none of them fit in with the other people at college um <laughs> but that's just me being cynical
0: yeah i liked up a lot too. up is pixar right up is
1: pixar uh, i like up a
0: lot yeah dude up is car
1: yeah that movie is uh it's hard to watch the because of the beginning it's kind of hard to watch um but yeah, yeah, like onward is really cool. It's up there for sure. Alright, So I've been talking so much. I did a lot of stuff this week though, because I couldn't do anything else. So uh,
0: I'm so glad you did, because I didn't. So you keep going, my okay, brother. Uh,
1: last thing that I want to talk about real quick. I think if you've been listening to the Monday episode for a while, then you have heard me talk about this show a while ago and I stopped watching it, but I've I'm I'm trying I'm trying again. I got back on the horse. I started watching Attack hey, on Titan hello. again. No, Wait, was it? Was it? <laughs> I started watching attack on Titan again. <laughs> oh, oh hell. Yeah, um, because it's over now uh, so I want to watch it again But like so I just want to say though for anybody listening that's excited that I'm gonna start watching attack on Titan again You want to hear my thoughts about it? You're gonna start it over? No, I started on the third season because okay, That's, that's where I stopped I stopped in the f- last episode of the second season or something uh, I watched a couple recap videos to like kind of catch myself up I'm on like the third episode of the third season right now. It's so good. I forgot how freaking awesome. It is It's a really really good show but I will say, I'm probably not going to talk about it very a whole lot. Um, and I'm probably not going to watch it very quickly. Because there's so much of it still. There's like 40 episodes left for me to watch. Dude, this and so also, much. I can't watch it for very long. Like, it's just such a bummer nah. of a show. Too many mouths. Uh, nah. it's, a, it's a very hard show to watch sometimes. But also, it's so good. I mean, like, it, it, like the music, the writing the action sequences, the art direction, everything's amazing. Uh, but I, the reason I want to watch it, though, is because it's finished and and I want to know what the ending is. I want to know. Like, I just, I feel like I've been sitting with this mystery for almost like 10 years. Like, I've, I watched the first season when it came out and I rewatched it again before I watched the second season and I was so into it. But I feel like it's it's very kind of like pressed under its own weight sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, mm. it's so, man, like some of those episodes are really exhausting where it's just like, they'll set up something where like, you think this is what the episode is going to be about, but then that's like 60% of the episode is also like flashbacks, you know? Totally, which gets kind of confusing yeah, sometimes. Yeah, and it's just like for a character that you're like just been introduced to, really, too, like it's, they'll kind of like toss in a character that's like, oh yeah, she was around. Don't worry. No, she was there with everybody. Yeah, no, 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 now we're going to do a two episode. <laughs> definitely like, need backstory. more about her. Yeah, like, but it's really important to know all that stuff. But I really like the show, but I'm just going to take my time with it. It stresses me out, and we're also reading Malazan right now, so that's a lot of, like, and I'm reading Lightbringer. It's a lot of really heavy, like, war content. I know, so I'm going to try to balance it out a little bit with some other stuff, hopefully, but yeah, I, I'm just, I'll I'll watch Attack on Titan sometimes. And I just want to get to the end, because I've heard the end is really polarizing, which makes me want to like, watch okay. it even more. Totally like if people were just like dude. they landed it like they they did a great job I wouldn't be but like if if it's pissed a lot of people off, but also made a lot of people really happy Okay, now I kind of want to see what happened like what's what...
0: right? I want to I want to have
1: an opinion. Yeah, I, on that. I would love to you know me. I love having opinions Of course, uh, so yeah,
0: do you know that by 2023 and November uh, the manga had over hundred and forty million copies yeah, in circulation? Yeah,
1: that makes sense.
0: It's like one of the best-selling manga series. Of I all mean, time.
1: Dude, it's very good. It's very very yeah. cool uh, there if anybody knows what I'm talking about, um, there's an episode and I think the end, I think it's the first episode of season three. I'm not giving anything away, but Levi, at the very end of that episode, screams the name Kenny, like really loud. And I just like, it was just like at the very end of that episode where I was like watching it and I was just like, Oh my God, I forgot how intense this show is sometimes. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I haven't watched it in like a year or more, honestly. Um, and just like the, the voice acting is just so intense. Anyway, uh, that, that was my week. Yeah, uh, I did some other stuff. Uh, did some writing and stuff obviously um, Tried to work out a little bit, but um, The, the, the thing you. that I'm working on writing right now, I'm very excited about it. I'm in the first draft uh, I don't want to talk too much about it because I've got other projects that I need to talk about before this one uh, pretty soon, but uh, yeah, the, the writing project that I have right now is called Realm Runners. It is about a group of people who are a courier service in a fantasy world so it's basically uh, Futurama <laughs> in a fantasy world, um, dude. I love this idea. It, it's
0: one of my favorite ideas that you've had since you told me. Like I don't know how most the going. way.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. I'm I'm really into it. I'm most the way through the first draft of the first book. I plan on. Yeah. I want it to be six books long because uh, there's Ooh. six characters. In this ensemble kind oh, of like cast, like one for each. Yeah, cool. I don't
0: know. Um, we'll see how we we'll see how it goes. Dude, multi-character like heavy plot, like a like a crew sort of book like yeah, that is pretty. It like is what it my is. book yeah. um, that I've been kind of working on a little bit was started crewy, and then every time I attacked it and went at it, I just had to simplify it because it just needed to be simplified for my own sure. ability yeah. to do it. You know, and it's become kind of like one person now in a crew, not a crew book, because I just needed to simplify There was too many POVs, and it was, like, not good. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> it was outside of my abilities, is what I should say. Yeah, I
1: can get a little messy. when I don't think I've yeah. ever written successfully <laughs> a book with multiple points of view. It's very difficult to do. So that's why I want to split it up by book, for sure. Totally. But yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Like, I'm still in the first draft phase. It's a total disaster. It doesn't make any sense. It's a It's a mess, but I'm having a lot of fun writing it. But yeah, that's everything from me. Uh, let's, let's head on over to Chadland. I'm glad that
0: you had a lot because I, I mean, I was very like focused in my reading. We'll start with the biggest, which was Malazan. Uh, I finished it like two, three days ago. I just was like trying to really plow through because I've been so pleased with our tempo that we've been hitting the Malazan episodes with. Like We had like the first two episodes was, celebra- uh, was separated by like what, three days or something? Yeah, we did great. So I was like, I want to be ready for when the next one. And that should be coming out Wednesday, right? Uh, the next one's Thursday. out on Friday. We film
1: on Friday. Yeah, we're recording on Wednesday.
0: recording on Wednesday. Cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I'm ready for that. got it done. Stoked. And man, I have a lot of notes and just there's like, it's definitely the best part of that book is the last. 20%. Twenty yeah, percent.
1: I would agree, except for well, the first chapter of the book is also really amazing too. The Siege of Pale. Yeah, true that. So true that. Just chiming in a little bit.
0: Pale, Pale is radical yeah. for sure. Uh, and so is like the whole. Yeah, I mean the beginning of that book. But man, that ep- entry, like we get like every. It's it, it veers so hard fantasy. There's like dragons and ancient beings <laughs> <laughs> of great <so> cool. <laughs> power. Like it's just. Oh my gosh! So, like demons get released. It's just some really like mysterious things happen, and there was the under lying thread of hope with uh some new things being created which i won't give anything away at the end of that book though there's some some new growth and some change where people characters go from like dark places to lighter places and things go from like oh wow that could have been really evil to like oh but cool now we have like this new like thing that feels right you know uh and as i'm sure you read about all week in your dms of people being like chad wow chad did not like dark age which what a transition that was um I love hope and that was, I really didn't hate dark age. I just really love me a through line of hope, you know, like
1: <laughs> Chad and I got in like a 20 minute conversation about this. Dude, Longer episode. than that. Yeah, even
0: yeah. it was great. I thought it was really good. I listened to it again. I was like, that was a good conversation. But you know, if you know me and you listen to that conversation, you'll know that I just really love me some hope. I can take all the darkness. I just got to have me a little bit of light at the end of that tunnel. And Malzon, like surprisingly did provide yeah. that light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, it was pretty cool, man. I, I'm really stoked. People have
1: been mentioning that in the Discord, too. Uh, I just noticed, actually, there's, like, a conversation going on in the Discord right now about how people weren't really expecting it to be, like, the, and it seems like it's almost like a 60-40 thing with Malazan where it's very dark, but I think it seems like the whole series is about, like, kind of, like, overcoming, you know, like, totally, how bleak totally. everything can be, but, like, also, like... Right, And times,
0: they do change,
1: yeah, you is know? there a point to all of this, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and there's some characters that, you know, take there's some there's a lot of examples of characters in Malazan some taking bad, you know, paths and then suffering the consequences of those and uh some taking bad paths and then getting kind of pulled back to the light side and uh renewed or what's it? redeemed, there we go, that's what I'm looking for. There's a lot of redemption happening in those books, which I think is pretty cool. So yeah, I really loved Malazan. I hit Malazan hard this week and really just like parts I would read twice really trying to understand it cuz I just want to make those episodes good. And man, the first episode that that we had in the first three days, we got more views uh, listens to that episode than we do typically in the first Monday morning minute over the first week, which is pretty oh, rare for a read along. Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, for, for the read along when we get people to read along those so it just goes to show how many people are along with us on this Molazon ride. I know the chat has been pretty active in the discord. So if you're not a part of that, uh, go be a part of that because it'll make your experience of the books better at least. It has mine, so. And I shared a bunch of maps. I went and found, like, all the best, like, high-detailed maps that I could, and I shared a Google Drive in there so you can get access to all the juicy Malazan maps that I tried to, like, use some AI tech and, like, blow up a little bigger so you can zoom way in and, like, read all the fine detail and stuff, you know? So, yeah, I was getting into Malazan quite a bit, but it can be kind of dark, for sure. There was a few days this week during, like, the midst of the snowstorm where I was stuck inside it. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Malazan's getting a little, like, heavy, man. Like, just a little plotting, you know? But then that I hit the last 15% of that book and it was just like oh here we go so I'm really excited to begin uh Deadhouse Gates yep that's the second, that's the second one, one yeah. right yeah totally. cool 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 uh okay so he who fights with monsters I kind of purposefully ignored it kind of like how I did with the Mertag book is like now that I'm nearing like the end is very much in sight with those books and I'm like kind of sad about it so I've been like looking at it sitting on my nightstand and I'll be like nah I'll hit up Malazan or something else <laughs> just because I don't really want it to go away fully you know I know I said I was going to try to finish it before Malazan but now I'm like purposefully kind of elongating my experience with the final book because
1: you don't want to say goodbye it's
0: not time he's become my friend the characters are awesome and I just like I don't want to say goodbye so so but I am uh, trying to get old shirtaloon to to come on the podcast so stay tuned for that everybody i finished the murder bot series and i think there will be more like it ended okay. in a very like healthy place in like my mind and in murder bot's mind like it was a very fun read and it was like Very vibey. And I was reading this reviewer online and it said like murder bot wasn't programmed to care. And I like don't really agree with that really because like he was kind of programmed to care. He's like a sec bot. He's programmed to protect, you know, I don't know. I liked it. It's a short little jaunt into a robot that has a robot human hybrid that is definitely definitely sentient and kind of struggling with the, like am i human am i not what do i care about who am i sort of thing and he arrives at a very like nice happy place in his mind that's just like vibey and good i liked how it ended the final system collapse the final one was probably my least favorite of them all i don't know if that was due to the format of like the length of each one being so short because it's the only one that's like an actual full-length book uh the other ones are you know 100 pages or something so you can just like rip through them real fast but uh, yeah, maybe it just seemed a little drawn out in my mind or it was a little too much like tagged on to like every book was pretty new. And this one just kind of seemed a continuation of the fifth book network effect, hmm. uh, which was fine. But I don't know. Yeah, it was my least favorite. Maybe we'll see, it just uh, wasn't. We'll see if
1: there's some more of them. And if not, you like. Yeah, I hope them. so.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the last one, too. I just think that that story specifically is served by that short form content and it should have stayed that way. But I'm sure there are people who many people who are like we want more murder bot cuz it's a, a darling series for sure out there right now so do
1: you think it'll be a good show
0: I do I do think it'll be a good show they have to do it right but it it won't even be that hard to do it right because they're written in novellas it's kind of like perfect for short show format the problem that they're going to have with the show is it's about Relationship and more specifically, like Murderbot's relationships with everything around it. And a lot of the book series happens in his head. Mm, and okay, so yeah. I wonder how they're going to like put that into the f- film format. Because if you're not like intimately involved with the thoughts of Murderbot, then you're going to miss out on a, like most of the character growth and like the things that go on. Like the things that go on inside his head are pr- probably the most important like plot driver to the whole series and so I'll if they do if they can pull that off it'll be a good show oh yeah yeah let's see so I started Lightbringers not very much into it though I'm like like, 50 pages or something into like a nine million hundred page uh book so it's very little but uh it's it's nosing up I'm getting me a little (laughs) more hope (laughs) 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 it's nosing up it's those and again I didn't hate it I just you know just got me down a little bit and I'll, I'll end there yeah
1: I mean like don't get me wrong I didn't think that Lightbringer was I'm not I'm not saying like Lightbringer is so happy and cool and everybody's awesome like no. it's, it's just like compared <laughs> so far to dark age like especially like the yeah. way dark age started uh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. go ahead sorry i, did, I just want to like clarify no, 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 that like i don't think lightbringer is like a happy cool like everybody's getting along kind of book you know what i mean like, it's
0: they, not all like birds and no, flowers no, no, or anything no, like definitely. no but uh and you know neither were the first three books but they have that like triumphant through line where you're just like, yes, you know, it's like so epic. And uh, there's a lot of triumph happening, I feel like, in those those first three books. And so I really latch on to that. And I think I'm going to get a lot more of that in the Lightbringer. So bring me the light. I'm excited to finish it. I uh, oh, I started uh, Binti as well, uh, which we already talked about a little bit. I'm not very far into it. Like I said, I started like three hours ago, though I was able to get through most of the first book in that time. And I liked it. Quite a bit actually so it's very interesting Like you said it's weird it's like descriptively Weird it's It's visually like A a a little assaulting sometimes (laughs)
1: Yeah
0: But that's okay I'm here for a weird sci-fi book because Coming off the like pale end Of um the expanse Which was like I feel like Like sci fi operas in their most basic form, you know? Like, it's
1: awesome, but it's like. That was like sci fi for construction workers, you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, perfectly said. Yeah. Exactly. We're reading all the same stuff right now. Next week, we should read different stuff so we can, uh, you're just kind of like treading over the ground that i I know i know but i mean i think that's gonna like maybe
0: happen a little more with our being a little bit more deliberate with our reading just like one thing at a time sure a lot of it's gonna be for the podcast so
1: but it's all right we'll throw some surprises in there though too Always, always always that's why novellas are cool yeah
0: Uh, Dude, I know if you if anyone, in fact, if you want to slide into my DMs on our discord or something, let me know about some great novellas. Uh, That would be awesome. I would love to just be munching my way through novellas because it would be great to have like a great an easy series to like talk about on the Monday Morning Mended episode that takes not super long time to read. Like he who fights with monsters or something for the last like six months. So, yeah, that'd be great. If you know of any great uh, novella series or just standalones, let me know. That would be awesome. And uh, I I continued watching the 1883 show. I'm not done with it yet, but I really like it. I also really liked Yellowstone, the one that happens further in the timeline. I know I've talked about it last two weeks, so I won't belabor it. But if you are looking for a Western country show, man, it's really well done. And I like it better than Yellowstone, for sure. It's just awesome. And, uh, you know, that's really all for me. So that's why I said I'm really glad that you had uh, quite a bit there, Evan. The last thing before we get out of here today, I just want to thank some countries because I haven't done it in a while. And Evan and I are, are, you know, we're 21, 22 days now into... January into the year and uh, I want to give everyone an update on how we're doing some countries we've been pretty consistent with some of the content that we've been making which I'm really stoked about and the numbers have been showing it so I just want to thank everybody uh, especially I wanted to thank everybody from the country of Norway who has been killing it for us for a long time but we are 15th in the country of Norway wow, which is pretty awesome so thank you Norway Damn. thank you Norway Yeah, Belgium, we're 17th. So Belgium right there also just killing their game. Uh, Ireland, 36th. Nice. Knocking out the park, Ireland. We thank you. Portugal uh, at 82nd. Uh, We have Germany, 91, Finland, 95. And then I had to throw these two in there because they're like our first and our second largest audience. But if anyone from the United States or Canada, because I know there are many, many, many thousands of you, specifically from those two countries, we are one tenth in Canada and 115th in the United wow, States. So that's really guys, cool.
1: Almost in that top 100. Wow, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, and you had you posted something to um Discord yeah. last night that I saw that I thought was really cool. You want to talk about that and tell everyone about sure. that real fast? Yeah, yeah,
1: um, we were put cool. onto a list a list of like the top 100 book podcasts by Feedspot, uh, I think. Uh, Feedspot. Yeah, which is like a podcast kind of like, I don't know what is it
0: like aggregator they're kind of like you can go on there and be like i want to be learn about the you know top 15 best finance podcasts and they got lists of podcasts
1: right exactly so they're like a good like, yep, resource pages. for if you're looking for a new podcast but uh, we were number 14 on a list of uh, over 100 or not over but a, the top 100 we well, were number fourteen. Uh and if Best Book Cup podcast, that's awesome. Yeah, and like um, you know, Chad and I have been in this game for a couple of years now, but like if you're not aware, if you're just like a casual podcast listener, you don't and especially if you don't make podcasts yourself, being there is like especially we're like with top one point five in the world or something. Well, one point five percent podcasts in the world. Um, like there are a lot of podcasts. Like it's just any two dudes can just grab microphones and start talking about anything like and it put it it on the area of entry. Yeah, is it's, like, very low. Yeah, it's like so many people have podcasts. And so it's just not lost on me and Chad, how amazing it is that we have this many listeners and how how engaged people are and like just how the consistency of our of our listener base and stuff is just um, it's very rare. You know, like I think a lot of people work just as hard as we do on their podcasts and they don't get nearly as many listeners. So it's just it's very humbling. Uh, it's really, really awesome to see it, and I really appreciate it, everybody. Because, um, like, we, we're we we're probably at a point now where we could probably start getting ad money and stuff. But like, um, I don't know, like, <laughs> like well, we'll that's like a bridge where we've talked about crossing and stuff many times. Yeah,
0: the right offer will come along one day. We're Maybe, like, oh, we yeah. both really like that company. We're cool with working with them. And That just yeah. hasn't happened yet. You know, also like not to the point that we want to like bother you guys with that
1: patreon's cooler (laughs) i'd rather just like the patreon's just like it's we get to interact with the people that are paying us instead of like shopping stuff and like telling you all about products and i don't know
0: yeah i'd rather be like paid for the content that i'm making and like building relationships with those people as opposed to like paying being paid by an advertiser will that happen at some point probably but i would rather have it be the the Patreon uh, subscribers. So if you're not a member of that, please go check it out. It really helps Evan and I. But yeah, and if you're wondering about like the 50, we're number 15th or whatever, that's from specifically Apple podcasts, because it's easy to aggregate that sort of data and look into some of the reports and stuff like that about who's watching and or who's listening and where they're listening from and the numbers. And that's out of that's in the books and arts category of podcasts. And there's over 45,000 podcasts just in the books and arts category and Apple podcasts. So to be 15th, in that well, uh, category we were, like, or even ranked.
1: 115. I don't know if we were
0: ranked. No, no, no. As... I'm saying for the, the, when I think countries, not for oh, feed, okay not for feed, I was like, I don't spot.
1: really know how they did the the other one, but I see what you're saying. No, though. I think yeah.
0: spot's just like their opinion and stuff. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> it It is a highly acclaimed opinion and one that I'm super thankful for, thanks Feedspot. But no, for when I give the country list, that's like uh, we're 115th most listened to uh, podcast in the books and arts category of which on Apple podcasts of which there are over 45,000. Yeah,
1: that's really cool. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, hopefully this year, we'll just keep keep it keep getting it bigger everybody. I mean, like with the discords growing all the time, uh, Patreon's growing all the time, the podcast is growing all the time. I still am not legally allowed to tell anybody what's mm. going on with me. Hopefully really soon. Evan's being sued just so
0: hard by so many things.
1: <laughs> being sued because I'm too awesome.
0: Dude, by Subway for being too fresh.
1: Osh, uh, stealing content. <laughs> um, no, but I, I do have stuff going on in the works that I can't tell anybody about right now, uh, just legally. Uh, but hopefully that'll change very soon and I'll get to tell everybody what's going on. But yeah, everything is just going to get a little bit bigger and um, a little bit better a little bit better and just like a little bit more um just a little more intense probably here in the next few months so uh look out totally
0: and as we continue to grow even besides that news aside we it allows us to do more and put more of ourselves into this and it's just it grows the community everything has a way of like exponentially increasing the the role of the forward progress which i just love and is is so exciting and it's so
1: cool because like i mean all we have to do on this podcast is be ourselves you know, know, like, it's really awesome. So I mean, it's, it's such a... The fact that it could turn into something that's, you know, making Chad and I enough of uh, enough money to live on, uh, we're not quite there right now. Uh, stay the course. We're trending so, yeah, in mean, that like, direction. Yeah, I mean, it could happen, but, like, just being able to support ourselves... By coming on and hanging out and just being ourselves and talking about books. It's pretty special. Yeah. And just for all of you listening, I mean, like, that'll never change. There's no reason at all for me and Chad to change our sincerity nope. or our honesty or transparency.
0: Oh, I mean, I'll sell out for sure.
1: Well, yeah, right I mean, I'll no, sell out for, uh, I'll, I'll,
0: you know, yeah, like, like a couple hundred bucks, you know? No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> Every man has his price, you know? Thank you, everybody. Just, you know, big shout out. Just to, in summation, thank you. Uh, we really wouldn't be here without you. So. Um, and we would probably still be making the podcast, but only like a couple of people would be listening.
0: Totally. And it would have been hard to get through some of those rough times because yeah. while the barrier of entry is low, two of any people can just grab a microphone and make a podcast. The effort required to maintain and grow and cultivate a podcast, I will say, is not a low barrier of entry and requires a more effort, I thought. I think than we both thought that it would going into it, though, the more effort, the more rewarding is the output. So, you yeah. know, I'm not complaining by any means. I'm just saying if you're thinking about starting a podcast, know that it is. An absolute um, expenditure of, of your resources. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of work. There's a lot of, uh, <laughs> Thank you. yeah.
1: But I mean, if you are going to start one, uh, do, just, it. do it. It's so I gratifying. Mean, I mean, I absolutely think it's it's a great way to spend your time. Hell yeah. Yeah, don't hold back. You know, like just be yourself, and and uh, your your audience will come to you. Totally. How big or small, you know, uh, sometimes big, sometimes small. But I'm just really, really grateful because, um, you know, I mean, I got my social media pages and stuff, like Instagram, TikTok, and Threads, and all that and those pages are doing really well, um, but the podcast and the Discord, they're they're just like this whole other like very much more intimate like thing where I feel totally. I feel even more creatively like free in the Discord and the podcast. I feel like much more I can be more even more myself than I am on my pages, which I am you know it's like a it's like basically the same thing, but I just feel like more at home uh in the Discord. Totally. You're more comfortable there, uh, much more. So, um, but yeah, like TikTok is yeah, that's it's tick tock man like <laughs> this it's, it's is it's it's an annoying but beautiful app and uh, i really like <laughs> i really like instagram right now instagram kicks ass because like i i can just post cool pictures on instagram you know what i mean like i can post memes totally. and i can post like a picture of a book i really like and like talk to people in the comments about the the, the book i took a picture of it's like maybe i'm just old you know, but I just, you know, back in my day, we could talk about one picture instead of a whole video. Right. We could just post a picture it of like... a
0: book leaning up against a pine tree <laughs> with some nettles I mean. around it. I don't mean
1: that, but like I, just like, I like Instagram, like the stories, I like the, the DM structure a lot more. I feel like I'm not getting like, you know, like pretty much anytime I open up TikTok, I've got like all these requests from bots and like weird just stuff like TikTok's just full totally. of the all Instagram up. aesthetic is a little nicer yeah uh, I like Instagram a lot but I mean I love TikTok too I mean if you if, uh, if you follow me on TikTok and nothing else like hell yeah keep watching I'm never gonna stop posting obviously And that's where I got my start and everything I, I TikTok, all TikTok don't stop no I can't stop <laughs> I'm in prison I'm in TikTok prison <laughs> I have to keep posting there. anyway that's enough uh, I'm gonna go read Dude, I'm gonna go read Benti. I'm sorry. oh yeah I need to read Lightbringer man like I'm like I need to Bendy zoned in like I actually it's funny because like chad was ready to go but this was like one of the rare moments where like i was really late to coming in to record tonight because i was just like i need to read and then i was like i need to eat some food but i ate the food really quickly and like went right back to reading and then i like <laughs> Dude, hopped on Dude, i understand like, how it goes though it, it's honestly, like when you're hitting it you can't not you yeah, know i bring is pretty cool so far but anyway that's it everybody go do stuff that's do not... you want to read go, go read. read go eat some cookies Go make a milkshake. Yeah. And if you don't want
0: to do any of those things, then you should go hop on our discord and make some friends or go hop on our Patreon and uh, help Evan and I out because we love you all. And uh, we're just going to keep on booking so hard over here. If you're at work,
1: just like, go take a go take a long bathroom break you deserve it
0: totally yeah dude it's In like a while. A, an american time-honored tradition to get paid while dropping a deuce
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> go hit that bathroom okay i'm gonna go uh everybody thank you so much for listening today hope you have an amazing rest of your day and of course happy reading bye everybody